like I just have yeah. a ton of gratitude for it. Like these, these are my best friends. Like he has been one of my best friends since I was like a baby. Like as long mm-hmm. as I can remember, like he's my oldest friend. Welcome to the Unprofessional Opinion Podcast, where we share our life experiences and offer advice for tackling life's many, many questions. I'm Morgan. I'm Heather. And as we have said before, we are not professionals. Uh, If you're new to us, uh, to our podcast or to us this season, we are specifically looking at the questions that we have either been asked or we have asked other friends or people close to us about the various relationships that you encounter in life. So think friendships, colleagues, family, romantic partners. That's what we're jumping into. And last episode, we gave our unprofessional opinions on the importance of community and how to cultivate that and why it's so important. But today we are chatting um, about something a little little closer to home, literally, uh, talking about relationships with your siblings. So specifically, we're answering the question, how do I build a healthy adult relationship with my sibling? And if they're married, what does it look like to navigate the relationship with your in-laws who are married to your siblings? What do you think about this one, Heather? I'm excited. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. All right. So let's dive in. I feel like for this episode, though, giving a bit more context about our own sibling relationships is probably important. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Heather? Do you want me to go first? Uh, okay. I'm Heather. Hi, Heather. <laughs> it felt like an introduction. No. So I, yeah. So my family, uh, God help us. So we have a very unique dynamic entirety, but the short talking about siblings. So I am the only child from my mom and my dad. They got married at 42 and they had me at 43. So it's even like a miracle that I'm I'm here and like semi-normal. Thank God you Um, are. And, uh, and then I, my dad had two kids with his high school sweetheart that he had had, that he married, um, Justin and Meredith. So those are my brothers and sisters, brother and sister. My, sister is 19 and a half years older than me. So I always think about it. I turned 29 this year. She's turning 49 this year. And mm-hmm. then my brother is five years younger than her. So he's about 15 years older than me. That's Justin. Um, yeah. So I like was, I grew up as an only child, which I found out I was, I was getting drinks with my pickleball team talking about a community last week, yeah. uh, my pickleball team last week. And they were like, oh, I had no idea you're an only child. Like I don't get only only child syndrome at all from you. And I was like, yeah. that is the best compliment I could have it's received. True, Thank you. Really <laughs> I was so happy, like overjoyed. Um, no, but like, yeah, I was raised as like an only child. So it's like so interesting. This topic, it's like, I definitely can relate to it, but I like, I wasn't, I didn't grow up with a sibling. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been like great too, but that's just not what the cards, you know, how everything happened, which it's totally yeah. fine. But I've been able to like build those relationships like with my siblings. But as you can imagine, when I got older, it's just hard to build a relationship with probably like a five-year-old. So anyway, but it's been great. And like, they're, we're all super close. We do holidays together. So, but yeah, that's me. Morgan, you want to take it? I love it. Yeah. So I am one of two 
kids in my family. I have an older brother who's – he's three years older than me. His name's Michael. Um, and we have – we've always been close. We grew up um, – yeah, like I said, three years apart isn't that far. So we were in elementary school at the same time together. Really, middle school was the only time we weren't together, right? When I was a freshman in high school, he was a senior. Same for college. Um, and so – Definitely, I think it's cool that we have the two different perspectives of, you know, maybe growing up more as an only child and then kind of connecting with siblings as you've gotten older. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, my perspective of kind of growing up with a sibling um, throughout my life. So I'm excited to get into this question of in terms of just like, as we grow, we obviously change and evolve, but siblings there's a different dynamic there, obviously, right? Like there, if you grew up in the same household as a sibling, there's a lot of shared experiences. And I think, and maybe you could share your perspective on this too, Heather, of even not growing up in the same household, you still share at least one parent, right? And so there's an understanding of that dynamic that probably no one else could fully understand, except for someone who shares that person as, as their parent. I completely that make sense. I completely agree. Yep. Just a probably a bit overshare my, and you, you obviously are aware of this, but our dad, my dad mm-hmm. passed away a couple years, like last year mm-hmm. and it brought our, and that's our connection to my, my brother and sister. And it brought yeah. us so close. Like it, like my sister and my mom have never been as close as they have post that. Like yeah. I, it just, you just have, yeah, it, it you just have such a tie to mm-hmm. your siblings through that. And even if you don't, like, even if it's like a, a step sibling, like they could yeah. still be like, they're just, just as great, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, but your tie is like that parent or you know, just, however, like they've gotten into your family. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's so special. The, the deep connection that you could build with your siblings. And I feel like it just evolves. And I'm sure you can definitely speak to this. Like, you know, you guys in middle school and junior high, high school, college, like you guys yeah. change and, I don't know. I always have this like theory that like you hate each other in like high school or like when you're younger and then you like love each other when you're adults. But maybe that wasn't the case for you. But I feel like, I mean, I knew a ton of people like that. I, yeah. other friends who grew up with the siblings, and I especially think when the siblings are different genders, I think that's, I don't know, maybe that's not true. Maybe it's just any genders. You might just have like some rough patches. I am extremely lucky. Like super blessed beyond belief that like my brother and I never really had a period where we didn't like each other. That's great. We obviously had the moments of like, I drove him nuts. He drove me nuts. Like we would fight yeah. and bicker and argue and stuff. But like, I never felt excluded by him at any point in my childhood. I always felt like seen and respected. And Is he like, like around the corner watching you? Is that why you're saying all these nice things about him? No, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just like, I think it's yeah, so great. That's so healthy. And I, I think I recognize that it's maybe rare. And so I, as I've gotten older and I've kind of seen like how unique and special it is, like I just have yeah. a ton of gratitude for it. Like he's, he's one of my best friends. Like he has been one of my best friends since I was like a baby. Like as long mm-hmm. as I can remember, like he's my oldest friend. Um, and I think it's kind of cool that I have had someone who has had that same shared experience as me, like our entire life. And I think as we've gotten older, we've started talking about like memories of our childhood and and things that maybe we experienced differently, even though we were in the same situation at the same time. 
Um, but I think as you, as we've gotten older too, you know, we haven't always lived in the same place. We're lucky enough now to both be in the same city, which has been awesome. So but cool. there are, you know, you, you still have to like any friendship or relationship navigate that to make sure you're continuing to keep that alive and that kind of relationship. And I feel like that's kind of what our question's getting to today of understanding every sibling and family dynamic is so different, right? There's not like a one size fits all best way to do things or navigate things. This is just purely like through our experience and, and what we've learned through cultivating relationships with, with our siblings as we've gotten older, gotten older, I think it's a really nuanced conversation to have. Um, so I kind of just want to put that out there too of like, there are different circumstances that affect what your relationship with your siblings can look like. Um, and I recognize that I've been really lucky with how mine has shaped up over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a good disclaimer. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. At least for me, I, I like reflecting back on the question, like how do you build healthy adult relationships? And I think it kind of started back from, and again, this is like very unique, at least to how I grew up. But I mean, you know, my mom is best friends with my mom, with my sister and brothers. Yeah. Mom. Like I, so much yeah. so that I used to joke with like you guys, friends in Dallas, like college friends, I would say like my mom and Margaret is her name, were our sister wives. And yeah. People were like, wait, hold on a Wait, what? Like the show? And I'm like, no, no, not like seriously sister wives, but like they're like sister wives. Like they like parent like my sister and brother, like kind of similarly. And obviously it's like one's blood, one's not. It's fine. Yeah. But it's so funny. So it was, I grew up with Margaret, my, my, again, my, my dad's first wife, Justin and Jennifer, <laughs> Justin, I want to get these names confused. Justin, my brother and Meredith, my sister's real mom. And I grew up with her being like an aunt to me and her husband being an uncle. And so it just made like every holiday we're always like with them. Like they're just their family. And it just made their like, I mean, especially, I mean, divorce happens in a lot of families. And in this case, it made it not awkward. And it was the Mm -hmm. best case scenario. I mean, besides my dad having to be in a room with his ex-wife. It was yeah. like, he was the only one that was probably be like, and eh, this is like kind of awkward, but I mean, maybe not the best for him. He didn't make it weird, but it right. made it so great for all the kids and the grandkids. Like mm-hmm. I was then able to see my sister and brother growing up. Like I've always, you know, had a relationship with them. And so it just was like, if, if not for my parents kind of forging a path to be like, mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to make this an inclusive family, regardless of like what our own relationships have been in the past for the benefit of honestly ourselves and like our children too. It was, so that's what I think like honestly laid the groundwork. And then, so then you just have this relationship with like your siblings and what I think helped um, like start building at least in general, like a foundation of a, an adult relationship mm-hmm. with my sister at least was when I was in Fayetteville going to university of Arkansas, go hogs. And yeah. she, she, <laughs> she, uh, so she moved there. Her, um, her husband got the athletic director role at Fable Heights high school. And so they moved their whole family there. And it was when I was like a sophomore in college. So mm-hmm. I had a solid like three years to spend time with her. And that like Morgan was my favorite season of life with her. Like yeah. we had never lived in the same city before. And finally we are, and I'm an mm-hmm. adult and she's an adult clearly. Yeah. And I would go over for dinners. I babysit the kids. Like it was just super, super cool. And maybe there will be another time for that. I mean, I've moved to Dallas yeah. and it hasn't been that, you know, that obviously same since, but 
it got us a lot closer. And there's been a lot of just like good downtime with her where she's Mm -hmm. giving me dating advice or this or that. And it's like the big sister stuff or like the big sibling stuff. And it's really, really cool to see. And I'm so thankful for, you know, that opportunity for them to come to Fayetteville and just for us to like build a, a good, healthy, you know, deep kind of friendship. They're really friends. Um, And then similarly with my brother, obviously we haven't lived in the same city before, but when, you know, our dad died last year, it brought us closer together. I mean, I I call him if there's like, I had, okay, long story short, I had a carbon monoxide leak in the house, freaked me out, finally got it all fixed and stuff, but I had to call him for like little things like, oh my gosh, they turned off the gas to this. Right. How do I turn back on? So, but anyway, it's just, it's great. Like I probably, I wouldn't have called him as much, but uh, yeah. So we just have gotten a lot closer. Anyway, all that to be said, it's like, uh, you, you, there gets to come, there comes to be a point when you're an adult that you're like, wow, like probably with parents too, that we'll get into later, but like, Mm -hmm. they're their own person. They're an adult. Like I can be friends with them. Like I am friends with them. I think it's like, of course they're a sibling and like, they'll always be there, but it's like the friendship piece is like, I feel like maybe you aren't friends with your sibling. Like maybe you just Mm. don't like them. I don't know, but I feel like. Cause you don't get to pick them. Yeah. Like that's what makes like a healthy relationship is like that friendship. Like you like each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back really quickly. When you and Meredith were both in Fayetteville, who kind of initiated that? Because I think, you know, you could have gone the whole time and just be like, oh yeah, she's here. But like y'all maybe you could have not made an effort. So kind of who reached out to who? How did that all start? That's a good question. Honestly, it's probably was her. I mean, Maybe it was me, but it was, I, I remember vividly, like when it, how it kind of started was she would ask me to come over for dinner. And mm-hmm. I think I just started going over there for dinner, like every like Sunday or every other Sunday and stuff like that. And then started babysitting the kids more and would just pop by. So it was probably just her inviting me to dinner. Um, but how yeah. crazy that that like small gesture or like invite Ripple. kind of was this chain reaction to yes. now having this person in your life. Um who like you go to, like you guys were on vacation like a month ago together. Like that's so Dominican cool. with, yeah. with my mom and her and like the best girls trip ever. It was great. Yeah. Um, I know. It's so cool. That's so true. It's like one. It, yeah. And it honestly kind of goes back to our last episode talking about like community and like taking action and, and being intentional. Like it, well, even if furthermore, like you don't know what's on the other end of that opportunity yeah. or that experience. And so same, like, you know, who would have known that like all these sinners now it's like, just builds a great foundation. Mm -hmm. But I think what, yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was going to say that (laughs) it's kind of what you said about friendship makes a lot of sense to me, right? Of Yeah. Yes. You don't get to pick this person who's in your life as a sibling, whether that is a biological sibling, someone that you is a step sibling, half sibling, uh, you know, you're together in whatever capacity brought you two together you don't get to choose them. So maybe I think you have to have realistic expectations. Like, yeah. Do you want to be their friend? Do you want to be close? Like how close do you want to be? And I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I do think though, I I do hold the opinion that a sibling is a really rare thing as well in terms of, again, all of that shared experience that like my brother knows me through every single stage of my life. Like he, Mm -hmm. he can, he just knows he, he's been there for it all. Right. And he's, he's seen it. And so there's a level of knowing there of there. My mom used to say this, 
she used to always say like anytime we would get in a fight or anything would happen, she would always say, listen, I get it. You can be like, you can be upset and mad at each other, but you have to figure it out because at the end of the day, like if dad and I are gone, like you guys are all each other has, like you, mm-hmm. you are it. You don't have to like basically saying, like, I always interpreted that as like, you don't have to be best friends if you are great, but like there's a mutual respect that that should be taking place here because at the end of the day, like you're all each other has. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, that's not the case for me. Like my family dynamics are different. My chosen family, that's what I have. And that's great. I I think same, same rules apply, right? If you view that friendship as like, they are your sister, they are your brother. Like you still have to be intentional because life is going to drag you every sort of way, especially I think back to a few episodes ago, we were talking about different life stages. Like my brother Mm -hmm. and I are like very different life stages. He has three kids and is married and I'm single, not, you know, no kids, you know? So like, look at our life stages, like very different, but at the same time, like we've both worked together to make sure we remained close and like kept up with each other. And, um, you know, that was an important part throughout the years, especially when we weren't as cl- in the same city. Yeah. But I think something too that often impacts sibling relationships is when a sibling gets married. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's something that the you experienced. Yeah. I guess like you, did you know both of your in-laws like before you kind of got into the older adult friendship phase with your, with Honestly, Meredith and Justin? I, I knew Meredith's husband, Steve. I, I was so young when they got married. I mean, yeah. she was she was like mid twenties, maybe young twenties when she got married. And so I was the flower girl. I was so oh, excited. Adorable. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I didn't obviously know him like personally, cause it's like hard mm-hmm. to, yes. you know, your brain's not fully developed, but, yeah. um, but obviously but he's always kind of there in your memory. Yes. Yes. He was always there and him and I have a good relationship now. Um, mm-hmm. and then Jennifer, my, uh, my brother's wife, we, they ended up meeting a little bit later in life. Um, and so that was probably, I mean, oh my gosh, it's probably been like six plus years. They're going to like hear mm-hmm. this and be like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. It's definitely been a while, but I met Jennifer <laughs> at a, at a point where like I was knowing, like mm-hmm. I could like build a relationship with her and she's so great. And so yeah, I uh, have a good relationship with her too. But yeah. What about yeah. Uh, Michael's, uh, Michael's wife? Like when did they meet? When did you get like introduced to her? Yeah. So I met my sister-in-law, Allison in college. So okay. she and my brother met there's my brother's senior year, my freshman year. So yeah, that was when I first met her. And then, you know, obviously from there they got married and everything. And again, I feel like I hit the jackpot on like sister-in-laws. Like she yeah. is just like an incredible person. And, and I think I credit my ability to remain close with my brother because I'm also friends with Allison. Like, yeah. Like it obviously started as like, she's my brother's wife. And so we're all going to like hang out and get to know each other. But now I'm like genuinely like, I'll go to her for advice and like take it to her first before I take it to my brother or like, um, and that's just been just really special. And she comes from a family of all sisters. And so kind of getting to have like that true, like sisterly, um, kind of aspect in my life through that way has been really cool. Um, but you know, I, I know that's also not the case for everyone and, and that can really change a dynamic. And so it's tough trying to figure out how do you navigate when like, okay, like me and the in-law, we don't, we don't fully jive. Like we're not fully getting along or yeah, how, that's how, what I was gonna ask. Like, how do you, like, what if you 
what if you don't like love the in-law or what if you still don't really know them? Like, how do you build that relationship with them? And they're married to like your brother and they're married to your sister, you know? I, I honestly do think it, it, there is a bit on the sibling that they married to kind of help facilitate like opportunities for everyone to, to kind of come together and get to know each other because it's like any other French, like it's going to happen over time and it's going to happen over like intentionality of getting to know one another. And I think there's sometimes like you can try and there are just forces outside of your control. And then you, you have to focus on just, okay, like this, maybe we're not going to be like super close, but you know, we're going to be like intentional with each other and like keep up with each other's lives. Maybe not like be best friends and that's okay. I don't think, I don't think by any means you need to be. Um, but if that's not working, that shouldn't hopefully shouldn't stop your ability to be intentional with your sibling. Right. But it would be really hard to navigate. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, there's a lot there. Like that's your sibling's person. Like that is their number one in in their life. And so, um, you know, they're, they're always going to, as they should always going to come first. And, um, maybe there's a transitionary period of figuring out what that looks like, but, um, you know, not giving up on it if it doesn't happen super easily, but also taking space if you need to, maybe it's not the healthiest relationship to be a part of. Um, I don't know. And I feel like I'm like saying this, I'm like, this is not really clear advice, but it's just very hard with every family. So different. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I think since like, obviously our backgrounds are so different, but I love that you just have always grown up with your brother being just like a best friend or just y'all being super, super close, which is unique and such a, so great. But what if like, what if there's someone that's like listening or what if someone asks us their, our own professional opinions about like, Hey, like I never got along with my sister growing up. We were always mm-hmm. like, you know, fighting over the same boy or you know, whatever it would be, or it could have been like a brother where you're just like, he was too cool for school, poked at me all the time, like not nice. And then like you grow up, like you're, let's say like you're college age, like you're like getting into like your twenties, uh, like early and mid. And yeah. now you're like both kind of adults. Like, how do you, mm-hmm. like, what would you say would be like good advice to encourage someone to, you know, build that strong, healthy relationship with their sibling? Yeah. I think if someone had the urge or like the feeling of, you know what, I want to have a good relationship with my sibling. I want to build that and strengthen it. If you have that desire, it starts by reaching out. Again, you have to spend time with them, whether that's over the phone or in person of just hang out with them. Talk about your lives. You might have more common interests now than you did then, or at least you can kind of reminisce and be like, think about, hey, okay, do you remember this one thing growing up? Like, how do you remember that? This is how I remember it. And just kind of do like some reflecting together and, you know, not, doesn't have to be like this kumbaya, like we're delving into all of our past childhood traumas type of thing, but just like. That might not be that either. That might be kind of fun. Right. But, but that's like your commonality. Kidding. Your common, like your one, if, if you have nothing else, your one commonality is usually you have some shared experience together. Yeah. And like also, you can do that. Talk totally. And I think it's like we bond over trauma. <laughs> so it's like, it's true. man, you remember when daddy spanked me or whatever? It's like, I don't know. Like, I just thought of that. You never, yeah, you never know. You never know. I just feel like sometimes it's like, it's, it's fun to just like reminisce on the good and the bad. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going to happen by doing nothing. You have to 
you have to call them up. You have to make an effort to see them. You have to be genuinely curious, like what's going on in life? Like what's new? What are you guys up to? Um, ask questions about the in-law, you know, like whatever it is. Yeah. Cause I feel like the in-law sometimes, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. No, you didn't say that. Like sometimes an in-law that maybe isn't like a perfect fit, you know, in your opinion to like your brother or your sister or whatever can pull your sibling away. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this, I've heard of this before. And then now all of a sudden you're not as close with yeah, certain sibling because of they're dating this person, they're married to this person. Mm. And that sucks. And it's like, what, yeah. what would you do? Like, what advice would you give if that is the case? And you're like, man, I really want to build this relationship with my brother. I'm just totally like being hypothetical. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't really get along with his wife or I don't get along with his girlfriend. Like, what do you like? That has to be like, kind of tough, right? Yeah, I think it is tough. And I think there's an extent where it's like, to a point, you kind of have to get over it, right? Like you, you got to realize like this person's there. So how do you make the best of it? And, but if then, if that person starts kind of like shutting you down when you ask to hang out or you want to see them or they're not, whatever, then it's just go straight to the source. Like just, it would be like, you know, what, I'm going to, I'm still going to reach out to my sibling. I'm still going to, yeah. I'm still going to call them. And maybe, maybe that gets reciprocated. Maybe it doesn't. Again, like that person is now your sibling's number one person. So what right. they say and do is going to outweigh probably yeah, what's what you say or do. It's just what yeah. it is. Um, and that that's really hard. That would be so hard. I can't even, you know, kind of wrap my head around that, but it, it's real and it happens. Um, but any relationship's a two-way street, right? Like if, if you're reaching out and your sibling's not, that's, I don't know what else you do. I, I mean, you could, you could be bold and you could say something. I mean, I, I, think kind of you have to fully, I think you have to fully know that that might not go the way you want it. Yeah. It kind of takes you back to the, our confrontation topic that was yeah. like a couple episodes ago. It's like confronting someone with something that's bothering you. Like that was, this could be it. Like, yeah. yeah, like we had a great relationship then and maybe we don't now. Like I'd love to work on this and I'd love to work on this relationship with your wife or, you know, your husband and just to make us all closer. So it's, yeah. And so if you have it, if you're interested in learning more, definitely take a, take a look back at that, that episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it is really, really tough and like lean on those around you lean on, you just get advice from, from others too, but it is really tough. And I feel like ultimately, I mean, the goal is just to get along with each other and like enjoy each other's company. Like you don't need to be like best friends. Yeah. To your point yeah. like, with your in-laws. Um, but again, like your family's going to be around when your parents are gone your siblings mm-hmm. going to be around, your parents are gone or it, that's, just, that's just how it works. And so like cultivating those relationships sooner rather than later are just so important when push comes to shove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, you know, what we've talked about so much today is it been about similar to our friendship conversations, right? If I were to kind of summarize what we've chatted about, it's you got to be intentional. Every family dynamic looks different. So kind of tap into like, what is your like, what is your urge for what kind of level of friendship or closeness do you want to have with your siblings and go from there? Um, I think those, those are really important and trying to build, yeah, healthy, sustainable closeness that are built on respect for one another and what you kind of share biologically and through your experiences of growing up, whether or not that was all at the same time, or you just shared a parent, whatever that looks like, um, taking the time to acknowledge that and, and just 
be intentional. Don't take them for granted if, if you have a good relationship with them. I totally agree. Yeah. I think just yeah. to add on to that. Yeah. I just think to add on to that, you just, I mean, you made that point, but just about, you know, being friends with them, like you, how would you pursue a normal friendship? Pursue it the same way with them. Yeah. You know, ask them to coffee, ask them to get breakfast. Like it's, it's, it's a two-way street, you know, yeah. with, with deepening, deepening a friendship, building a friendship, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to those that, like for your siblings. So I completely agree. It's being very intentional, just knowing that, like they're going to be around for the good or the bad. So you might as well just, oh, and we're not going to live forever. So it's like, why don't yeah. you just use the opportunity to just like squeeze out all the good that you can in this relationship with your siblings? Yeah, I love it. Well, Heather and I are so happy that you took the time to join us today. If you enjoyed listening to us chat and share unprofessional opinions about siblings and those relationships, and you want to support us to hear more of the questions that we have to answer, we ask that you subscribe, share us with your friends, or leave us a review. We always want to hear your thoughts so we can grow, um, and we can't wait to hear them. So to catch the latest from us, though, follow us on Instagram at unprofessionalopinion.com underscore. And if you have any questions that you want us to kind of tackle in a future season, even if they're not related to relationships, send us a DM and we can't wait to dive into them. Um, And thanks again for being here. We'll see you back here soon.